What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This Haber Metal Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, promo code HAM, 20% off. Go support. And Ease.com and EaseWellness.com. Ease.com, EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, $20 off, over $50 purchase. Now to the pod segment. Other NFL headlines? You want to rattle off some stuff that happened? Well, on the Raiders, really quick, you want to just kind of piggyback in into the NFL headlines. Twitter Rio, hired by ESPN. How about that? So what's his – is he just like in studio? He's not doing – Not doing – What's he doing? Yeah, just uh, using like John Fox, you know, just like a, like a coach in studio. And, and, yeah. and one of the things Seth Markman, the guy that runs their football talent, was like, I love the Jack. Comes with unfiltered opinions. It's like, okay, Jack. And I was text, I was DMing with a couple of diehard Raider fans. They were like, that's bullshit is this. Dude was an asshole with the media. Never said shit. And now he's coming unglued. Guy, it's a pet peeve of mine. And Jim Moore Jr. was worse than Del Rio. But they were both in the same mold. I, I, I always struggle with guy like Del Rio and Jim Mora who despise the media when they're when they're a coach, are the worst sound bites, are borderline, a- I mean, Moore's a legit asshole to the media. The real was hit or miss, but it was just like, this doesn't need to be this difficult, Jack. And then clearly just run right there when they're done. But it's not like it's me or you who kind of need the money. They're multi-millionaires with an, un- still have cash coming to them. That, that bothers me. It, it just, it always has and always will. Now, I understand the one thing I would say is, do you think being on TV can help a guy get another job? In coaching. Well, I think that's their mindset in doing it. So, like, if your thought is, hey, man, like, hey, man, uh, I saw, I got, I've been watching Caliendo. I saw this guy, I saw Herm Edwards get the ASU job. And not only did Herm get the ASU job, did you see that HBO is considering um, a one-week hard knocks with four different college football programs? Well, I, you know what's funny is I saw the tweet that they were going to do potentially Washington State. And then my buddy Scotty Raber texted me and said, did you see they're going to do four teams? I said four teams, and they were just one of the four, right? Penn State, Alabama, 
ASU, Washington State. So just you, during the like next year during August, it'd be yeah, like during yeah, just during like they might take October fifth to October twelfth, just pick a week, right? That'd be pretty badass. And it's just, so it's not like a full series on each team, right? But but it's like why? Why would they do Mike Leach? Why why would they pick Washington State? Mike Leach is ASU getting picked if Herm's not the coach there? No, hell no. So if you're Jack and you you just kind of you get your eye over there on USC, um. You know, if it's part of that, I'm not. I'm not telling you to change your opinion on on hating the. I treat the media like shit and then become a member of the. Media but do you, thing, do you but agree do with that though? My statement there. Um, yeah, be, but I think there's a difference between treat the media like shit and not say anything to the media, right? And that's probably close. Maybe I'm being harder on Del Rio, where Jim was a legit asshole to everyone. Del Rio was. I think he just he thought that was the way to be as a coach, not talk about injuries, yeah. and so that. That to me is there's a there's a little bit of a difference there. Mora was I think difficult for people, but some people I've talked to some people who really like him, but I hear plenty of other stories. Um, but yeah, I just, honestly, Jack's destiny might have been the media. You know, he's a good looking former player, former coach. He's not a grinder. He's not really meant for coaching. You could say hell, he might be perfect for the media. He'll let loose. Maybe he will talk some shit. Because the one thing you knew Jack was opinionated. That used to piss me off, guy. Like, Jack, say what you want to say. I know you got takes. You're, maybe I'm wrong. Like, to me, Mora, Mora's the worst combination. Asshole to the media. Asshole to everyone in the NFL. He was just he was so difficult. And then he goes, I watched him last year on television. Chip was just like this, too. He doesn't say a goddamn thing. I will say I do expect Jack. Jack will say some shit. Yeah. Because uh, he will go YOLO. Here's another pet peeve I have. You're right. The other day, Fisher was on with Colin, and he's kind of been making the rounds. And Colin asked him, and I, I'm not naive to the way the business works, and I know the, I think he tells Colin before, would you be interested in college? He didn't randomly ask him that question. And obviously, they're kind of circling those two guys specifically, I feel like, for a job that those two guys hang their hat on in the profession. You never come after a man's job while he has it. Well, you guys are both kind of coming after Clay's job right now. Kind of fucked up. Well, do we know that Jack is? Uh, well, it's gonna. Well, it's gonna be I mean, his only. Op- it's gonna be his only. You think he turned down USC if they offered it to him next year? No, no, no. I'm saying, is he circling the job? Is he back channeling the job? Yeah, I, l- probably a little less than Fisher. I mean, Fisher pretty much came out and said, like, "I want to. I would coach college. I'm definitely. I want to get involved." Jack has hinted at it before. Now, in fairness, Jack would say they've offered it to me before I turned it down, and he'd be right. Yeah, right. It, it yeah. has happened. Maybe I. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that's unfair to Jack. Say he's circling the job because he's at in Bristol. He's talking about the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I like I didn't hear the Jeff Fisher, but I'll take your word for that, and I'm with you. That's that's one thing. Um, but like, I'll give for example, Pac-12 Media Day the other day. In L.A., Urban Meyer didn't come. And one of the things I heard was he just didn't feel like it'd be right, like given all the stuff around him and SC, to show up at Pac-12 Media Day. You know, he's working for Fox. Like Reggie Bush was there. Matt Leinart was there. Rob Stone was there. Brady Quinn was there. You're saying the show was there. I'm just saying the guys were all there. They didn't broadcast, but they were just all there. But Urban, they were just like, you know, it's just let's it's just a little soon and let's just chill for a minute. Let, let some things play out before I just show up. Is he going to be the coach now. of USC next year? But so get three guys now, John. Urban, who's everyone's asking him about it. Reggie and Liner are like pushing for it. 
You got Jeff Fisher. You got Jack Del Rio. But here, here the difference though is Jeff Lynch Fisher wants Jack it Del last Del, night. Jeff, the expectation is to win the league. Jeff Fisher and Jack. Yeah, he's kind of setting this guy up to there. Over under, but that should be the expectation. One hundred percent. But we know that they. I mean, are they going to finish second in their own division? That they should. I mean, they bet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but like they were good. They. It's not like they were bad for five straight years. Like they were bad last year, but they've been good recently. Who's their quarterback? Turns out Sam Darnold's pretty good. Well, who's their quarterback? I mean, I expect it to be JT Daniels. But they haven't quite come out and said he's the guy, right? No, there's some people that like the Jack series. That's, that's but my point is they, they they're not going to be that good. I think to me it'd be an upset if they do finish second. I, I I picture just third or fourth, just because I think the pressure and everything. But my ultimate point is that the thing with Urban, I completely understand it because if if USC fires Clay Helton at the end of the season and Urban goes, I want the job, he's going to get the job. Where those other two guys would be on the if they were ha- if if all three of them interviewed, Urban's getting the job. Now if Urban doesn't want it, then it would be I could see those two fighting over it with some other guys. But, yeah, I just, if Urban Meyer really, <laughs> just stay away from my Could coast, you please to God. I, I don't. I, I can't do it, guy, because I don't want to hate SC. I, I don't. I, I, I want to love SC because I used to love them with Pete. I, I, what if you hate them, but they're winning 11 games every year? I, but I, I can't do I, it. Just, I, I, I'm just saying that's good, for the, that's good for West Coast football. But, guy, he's such a bad guy. For him to quit again <laughs> and do this. Would you would you agree it'd be a little ridiculous? He's now done that twice, the quit move and then get the sweet job. Isn't that nuts? How, uh, how do you describe the his first career? Time would be, the first time, well, the first time would be, like this was Ohio State. They they wanted to want to keep him, but it also, things were getting pretty weird over there. It probably made sense. Same thing happened at Florida, guy. No, no, I understand. But what I'm saying is, at Ohio State, they probably understood even though they didn't want to it's probably the it, it might be best for us if he steps away i uh, see i don't know <laughs> even as weird as it got they're not dumb enough to underestimate how sweet he is here's the other thing he could always just if he wanted the sc job just leave ohio state and take it like what you know what i mean like you don't have to retire yeah but i, I but that's kind of his move so then he doesn't feel like. But he's again, like anyone. I don't. I'm not debating your premise about whether he's a good guy or not. I'm just saying I don't. That move of like I'm stepping away from Ohio State now. If you could say like you're telling everybody this is it, I'm done, and then you're not done again. Like fine, that's a whole other thing. But it's one thing to do it once. It, it happens. I get it. it. To do it twice is border. It's unheard of, right? And a, a guy of his status, for sure. But I'm just saying what like, like you'd rather him just leave Ohio State and take the SC job. I'd rather just have them find the next Pete Carroll and kick ass and not be him. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. I mean, if he comes there, they'd be sweet. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. They wouldn't just be sweet. They'd probably win a national championship. Uh, what about this video? You tweeted it. The uh, Saints and Chargers had a seven-minute quarterback competition. But I love watching guys throw the football, so it was fun. Uh, of all their players, who was the first quarterback in that video? It's got to be some undrafted free agent. The char- They had the name on the screen. I didn't look. Taysom Hill hit zero. Zero throws. Well, you watch him throw, you immediately go, yeah, that's why he plays uh, slot back. <laughs> you know, uh, It was a good competition. Cardale looked good. He's huge. He's massive. Tyrod looked awful. But here was my comp. If you go watch this video, with Breeze and Rivers and all their backups, Saints versus Chargers, day one of practice, the Saints charge, uh, the, the Chargers quarterbacks beat the Saints quarterbacks in this like target practice. 
But here's my comp for Philip Rivers throwing motion. You ready? Yeah. Madison Bumgarner. I kind of it definitely looks like it more when he's not in a game action. It to me it felt like it got more emphasized from the side. Cause he's not like natural in his throwing. Breeze tried to manipulate a pocket. Didn't it feel like he like step up? Like he had well, to kind of load up. Yes. Breeze like competed. Yeah. But Breeze would like get in the throwing motion, like the pocket was coming around him, and he'd take like his one hop step. Rivers was trying to be just kind of one of the guys, but he he kind of liked Breeze. Neither of them are Rodgers or Mahomes where they can just go flick of the wrist. They kind of have to get situated where Bree or Rivers didn't. So you're right. His motion was more like Bumgarner. It felt like it was much more to the side, and he couldn't control it at all. He's like, oh, that's short. <laughs> that's off. I mean, you realize, like, when you hear the best of the best, I think you hear golfers a lot of times say this. Like, you know, I, it's hard for me to play for fun. I've heard DeChambeau say that. Like, I'm not good at it. Like, I can just play when I got to lock in. Rivers, he wouldn't look as huge. So if, if you didn't know he was an NFL quarterback, just like th- playing catch with this 10-year-old kid, you'd be like, God, it's kind of weird looking. But when he's playing and he's perfectly, his feet are situated, he's, he's, I mean, he's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league. But when you watch him in that situation, you're like, God, this is not really conducive to Rivers, right? Like, I bet yeah. if Mahomes was doing it, he would have been awesome. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is, like, you just watch it, you go, it's like, really nailing the pin dot that you're trying to hit is really hard. Like, the receivers matter. Like, those guys being able to make catches. Because <laughs> yeah. even, because they're missing their spots. They're all missing their spots. I think it gets, re- we take for granted, people that even talk about it, and definitely fans, just how hard, <laughs> how hard. Like, Cardale Jones beat the shit out of Alabama. Tyrod Taylor has been in the NFL for like 10 years as a pretty good quarterback. He's terrible. I mean, he's just not even close to being good enough. But he is still so much better than like the Petermans and the Glennons. Think about that. I, I was thinking about this watching football last night. Like, the different hierarchy, like the difference of Derek Carr and Peterman and Glennon. Like, they were, because did Greg, maybe they asked me when I went on for like two minutes with their show when we were waiting, when I was waiting for you before we did the podcast. And he's like, do you think that Gruden yells at Glennon and Peterman like he does at Derek? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. he doesn't necessarily have to because his mistakes are just kind of different. Like Derek's. Well, you, you, may, you said the perfect thing. Derek knows the offense was your response. Yeah. It's like, you watch these guys. They don't know what they're doing. Like, I watched. Yeah, well, I won't get into Brett Hundley. But Derek knows the offense, was your point. So he's getting yelled at less well, he knows what he's well, doing. He, he knows what he's doing. And then, two, like his mistakes are just going to be like a mental mistake or he just thought he could make. So it's more like precision coaching points. You're not like motivating Derek. Like, Derek, we need you here early. Derek's like, I'm here at 530. You know? Derek. Say, say, call the play like you mean it. Yeah, you don't know well, seven don't know the play, Yeah, coach. I know exactly where he's breaking it off. It's more just execution. That's where I, you don't spend much time. Like, does Andy yell at Mahomes? No, not really. No, that's probably a bad example. Just because he was kicking the shit out of everyone. But my point is, like, you don't yell at your starting quarterback that much once he established himself. He's like semi good, and I, I'm I'm just talking Derek good. I'm not even talking Breeze or Rivers, just because it's just the tiniest little detail where where Tyrod is so far away from those guys because on his most basic level, he has no clue where the ball is going. Now Rivers looked on that video like he had no clue where the ball is going. But I also think because he's he's like a golfer, he's not just a pickup golfer. Now, if he's playing in a tournament and super locked in, like if Rivers is in the pocket, super locked in, 
his fundamentals are perfect for him. Like, they might not work for other people, but what he's doing, he's perfect at it, and it just works. Well, he can't just kind of freelance on the open field. Like, Drew couldn't either, but that's why Drew looked like, is Drew running a drill here? What's he doing? And he was just hitting everything. Bing, bang, boom. Uh, uh, all right, your turn. NFL headline. What else you got? Well, the Eagles backup quarterbacks. Oh. Uh, Sudfeld broke his wrist last week. Yep. About, was it the second drive or the first drive? The left tackle, which I think is Andre Dillard. It was Andre Dillard. Clearly, the protection, he was fucked up because he blocked nobody. Well, they had a screaming defender just... I mean, the thing that NFL and just anyone in football at any level dreams about on defense, right? An uninhibited route on the line of scrimmage to the quarterback. And he killed him. And I, did he knock him out? Did Kessler get a concussion? Uh, yeah, I think he's got a – does he have a spleen injury? Yeah, I, think I, I, mean, he got, spleen I know injury. he got knocked out of the game because the other guy came in next. Yeah. So they, they've lost two backup quarterbacks in – Correct. And they were playing the Jags, like – Nick Foles was on the other sideline. Yeah. Because he didn't play. This is where I think they're probably glad. Like, if let's say Carson had started that game, and you go, well, it's our first-round pick. You can play with Dillard. Dillard would have got him killed. Can you imagine, honestly, guy, if that had been Wentz and he had just got concussed? Oh. Would Doug kind of taken some heat for putting him out there with a rookie? Or just like, that's your rookie. You realize why coaches get fired. Like, is the O-line coach not doing his job? Is this Dillard just young? Is it hard? Is it football? All right, Andre... Andre Dillard is their starting tackle, right? Like, he's no. got two weeks. No, he's a oh, he's not? Guy. He's not going to play? Uh, he will not. I mean, Jason Peters starting left tackle and Lane Johns. He's a backup. That's part of, like, people thought that the Eagles might be able to trade for Clowney. Because remember that guy they call, like, Big V, who when Jason Peters, when they won the Super Bowl, was their starting left tackle for, like, the, the last, like, eight games of the season and then during the playoffs. He's their fourth tackle right now. He would start for oh, most teams. Right. Vala... Yeah, Volatai. I can't. I don't even know his name. Who actually? There was a clip last night of Josh Allen elevating him into the air, tossed him. You saw, yeah. You but saw. that guy it was a starting left tackle for a Super Bowl team. Could you trade him for like Clowney, or could they just trade him for third round pick? Right, or, right, right. Who knows? So they they have an abundance of tackles. But I think they would tell you, well, we do. But Dillard, could we put him in with with Carson right now? He might get someone killed. And in fairness to Dillard. Wouldn't you imagine Doug Peterson's protections and just their shit is a little more complicated than what Leach is doing? It's a big transition for him. It is. And Jack Jacksonville's defensive line, I don't know the guy that hit him, I think is a backup and kind of but it is that's an intimidate your first road game, you're starting, you're playing a defense that has a bunch of names. I don't even know if they Clayus Campbell, some of those guys played, but still, I mean that's it's a pretty big deal. As Phil Savage used to tell me, he'd always tell his rookies from the SEC, like, guys, you've played in bigger games than this. Like, for Andre Dillard, you've played in a couple games bigger than this. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, it's, it's a great thing to say, but at the end of the day, like, when you're – the NFL, it's just – it's the NFL. It's, well, it's like, like Quinn Williams said it. I thought Quinn Williams said it perfectly the other the World day. Series before. Quinn Williams was like – because they asked him, what, what's it like being in the NFL? He's like, well, his quotes are great. It's like it's, it's like you're playing Madden, but you're actually in Madden as a player. <laughs> you know, like I'm there and I'm I'm in the game with all these other famous people. He is just so perfectly naive to like how famous, you know, there's Le'Veon Bell. 
<laughs> there we're playing. You know, there's Matt Wright. There's I'm I'm playing Madden, but it's I'm not I'm not at, in my dorm room. And then he's like, I'm also getting. And then I check my bank account and I'm getting paid. He's the best man. Uh, couple uh, Minshew made a couple nice throws. I got nothing more to say there other than he doesn't look afraid in the pocket because he keeps getting crushed. And well, I was, was going to text Flip. He's their backup, right? He's their backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's some level of competition, isn't there? But it might just be his. He might just win the job. That's a pretty good sign that he's already getting the start. If your starting quarterback's not going to go in a second preseason game, that's you're well on your way to making the team. Guy, yeah. he went from Nick Saban offering him a coaching job a year and a half ago to now being a backup quarterback in the NFL. That's that's a pretty crazy year and a half stretch for any human in sports history, right? The yep. dude was I mean, it's, literally it's, contemplating to me, it's, leaving. It's Kyler Murray light. The difference, though, is Kyler was going to be playing professionally like be a pro athlete somewhere. No doubt. I just mean like neither one of these guys. This guy couldn't in, get a scholarship in, and was told he had to coach. In in, in June of 2018, both those guys were going to be not playing professional football this year. But, the, but, but I, to me, the difference though is Kyler. Yeah, they're different. I'm just, that's why I said light. It's light. Yeah. I mean, this guy was going to be out of football. This guy's going to go on just watching one series. And again, being a bad, Who's to say this guy doesn't have a five- or six-year NFL career? Like, he went from going to go coach to now have a five- or six NFL career in a matter of... Was he their player of the year last year for the Pac-12? Offensive? Yeah, offensive player? It had to be, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're right. It was Kyler Murray Light with just way less money because I don't think uh, quality control guys in Alabama make, like, more than thirty-five grand. <laughs> Uh, all right, anything else? Quinn Haskins made a nice throw. Lamar Jackson, A-Rod told him to slide. His run was pretty sweet. Trace McSorley had a nice touchdown. It's like, he hey, did have a few. Yeah. It's like, hey, Lamar, you fucking can't run around. Like, you, can you throw? Uh, Sean McVay leaving, like, half his team. They don't even travel to Hawaii. Is that a little weird to you? It's a lot of, you just leave him for, like, three days? Maybe your thought is like, A, it's a long trip. B, if I'm not going to play him, I don't want guys just rollicking around Hawaii for three days. What do you think you're going to do gonna... in L.A.? He's going to fuck around in L.A. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to get in his mind. I mean, when I say fuck around, I just mean like probably hang out and play video games, play golf. Or whatever. Like, at least gonna... they got like the team facility. Maybe he makes them show up at the facility for some... Get a lift in or something, yeah. That's a pretty good gig, though. It's a, it's a win-win either way. You're like, well, I either get to stay home or I get to go on the charter to Hawaii. Like, I honestly didn't know they were playing in Hawaii. Well, they're playing the Cowboys in Hawaii. At Aloha Stadium? Uh, isn't that the only option? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Darnold looked pretty sweet on the drive I watched this morning. DJ, mm. DJ tweeted out a video. His best pass was actually one that the guy, he didn't drop it. He, he just had to extend his one hand, but it was an unreal throw. I. I think Sam Darnold has a chance to be everyone this year being, oh my God, this guy's really good. He's, he's basically like a stronger arm Tony Romo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.